Merry Christmas and uh, Happy Christmas Eve Eve. <laughs> I hope you have a wonderful, blessed Christmas Eve, a wonderful uh, Christmas Day, a wonderful Christmas weekend, and I hope you make that whole time uh, just a purposeful celebration of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to... Um, look into the Christmas story uh, again tonight. Uh, I really believe that, man, there's, there's just such a wonderful story just packed with so much truth. I, I really believe that the Lord just wants to uh, say something to us tonight that we need to hear uh, here at the end of this year uh, and that we need to, we really need to hear moving into next year. Uh, it's encouraged me just studying it. I hope it will encourage you uh, as you just hear Scripture uh, tonight, God just really speaks to us from uh, the Christmas story. But before we do, uh, let me pray for you. Just want to pray uh, God's blessing over you, His protection uh, over you, and uh, just His peace and joy to you, and His hope to you uh, in this Christmas season. Let's pray together. Uh, Lord, so thankful to be yours. Uh, so thankful. Uh, for your word, for your people. So thankful for time together. Uh, thank you, Lord, that tonight, even though we're apart in locations, that we can be together uh, in spirit and together uh, hearing from you, from your word. I pray that you'd be with us tonight, that you'd speak to us, that you'd encourage us. Come and have your will and your way uh, in our time together. Lord, I pray as we enter into the the, the Christmas celebration as Christmas Eve is tomorrow and then Christmas is the next day and we have the weekend to just celebrate you. I just pray, Lord, that, that it would just be a wonderful time of remembering you and, and celebrating you. And I just pray, Lord, your blessing and your protection, uh, your joy and your peace to all of your people, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, that we would end this year uh, with a wonderful time of celebrating you, a wonderful time in your presence, being refreshed by you. We'd, we'd, be, we'd be ready to move into the next year because of this Christmas season and how you're going to move in our lives. Uh, thank you, Lord, again for time and your word tonight. Bless us, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, uh, as we look into the Christmas story uh, tonight, there is um, one, of the, one of the players in the story, if you will, that I would like to uh, highlight and just hear from him as he speaks uh, the word of the Lord to several uh, different people. Uh, this is the angel Gabriel. Uh, we love uh, the angel Gabriel. We love the, the part that he plays uh, in the Christmas uh, story. We know that, that he appears to Zechariah. Uh, we know that he appears to Mary. Uh, we don't know for, for certain, I guess, that he appeared to Joseph, but it, it seems to fit, doesn't it? it doesn't, Matthew doesn't say his name, but it seems, to, it seems to fit that it would be the angel Gabriel uh, that appears uh, to Joseph. But, but we also know that as a part of the Christmas story, uh, some 400 years before it actually happened, uh, is, is the prophet Daniel. Uh, and the angel Gabriel appears to the prophet Daniel. We, we know this because uh, he gives his name as the angel Gabriel, and he speaks to Daniel, and he also, uh, interestingly, announces to Daniel the birth of our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, 
and, and gives Daniel the actual time when it will take place. Uh, and it actually does happen just as the angel Gabriel said uh, it would happen. I'm, I want to read you just a portion of that because I want you to hear uh, what Gabriel says uh, to Daniel uh, in Daniel chapter 9, uh, starting at verse 20. Uh, this is... Uh, this is, this is the story and, and how it happens. Uh, verse 20, While I was speaking, this is Daniel talking right here, and praying, uh, confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and making my request to the Lord my God for His holy hill. Verse 21, While I was still in prayer, Gabriel, the man I had seen in the earlier vision, and in the earlier vision he described Gabriel as, as, as looking like a man and speaking to him in a man's voice, but obviously we know that Gabriel is an angel. The man I had seen in the earlier vision came to me in swift flight about the time of the evening sacrifice. He instructed me and said to me, Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding. As soon as you began to pray, an answer was given, which I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed. Therefore, consider the message and understand the vision. And then the angel Gabriel is going to speak to Daniel about, about uh, the, the end times and what is to come. And he's going to give Daniel the time of the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But what I wanted to really point out to you there was that Gabriel speaks to Daniel and he tells Daniel that he is highly esteemed, that he is, that he is highly favored. I think that's so interesting because that's also how Gabriel speaks to Mary and tells Mary that she is highly favored. We see that over in Luke uh, when the angel Gabriel appears uh, to Mary in Luke chapter 1, uh, verse, verse 26, in the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. Verse 28, the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly uh, favored. So speaking to, to Mary just as, uh, the, as Gabriel spoke to Daniel and tells her that she's highly esteemed or that she is, that she is highly uh, favored. And then Gabriel goes on to say, the Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at these words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. So as the angel Gabriel appears and speaks to Mary, he tells Mary a couple of things. I think we need to see these. He tells her that she's highly favored. He, he also tells Mary uh, that the Lord is with her, and then he says to her, because she's troubled and afraid because of this, he says to her, do not be afraid. And then he speaks to Mary of purpose and tells her that she's going to be with child and that she's going to give birth to a son and that she is to give him the name Jesus. Now, the way that Gabriel appears to Mary, he has already done just a few 
months before uh, to Elizabeth's husband, uh, Zechariah, to announce the birth of John the Baptist. I want you to, I want you to see that as well because it's, it's very similar uh, as, as it, uh, as to, to Mary's story as it was to, uh, to Daniel's. This is, this is Zechariah uh, having the angel Gabriel appear to him. Now, Gabriel doesn't give his name here, but he does give his name later to Zechariah. So we do know that this is Gabriel. And Zechariah is serving in the temple, and the angel Gabriel appears to him in Luke chapter 1, verse 11. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, and that's Gabriel, we know it is, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. You know, I think the angel Gabriel is a little bit of a kidster. And, you know, hid on Zechariah and scared him. Uh, but no, maybe not. Just joking. Verse 13. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid. So here again we have Gabriel saying uh, not to be afraid. And then he speaks to Zechariah. Zechariah, your prayer has been heard. So, so again, he, he, he knows. It's also interesting that he calls Daniel by name. He calls Zechariah by name. He calls Mary by name. He says, he says to Zechariah, as he said to Daniel, your prayer has been heard. So, so I think you see here with Zechariah and Daniel, the same thing that you see with Mary is that, is that the Lord is with them. The Lord is listening to their prayers. The Lord is moving on their behalf. The Lord is working uh, in their behalf. He says, your prayers have been heard. Like he said to Daniel, your prayers have been heard. And then he says to Zechariah, your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you are to give him the name John. And we know that this is John the Baptist and that he goes on to be, uh, according to Jesus, you know, the greatest man other than Jesus who has ever lived, and to prepare the way for our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. So, so Gabriel comes to Zechariah and announces, uh, don't be afraid, and he announces that God is with him, you know, through saying he's answering your prayers. And we see also here, he doesn't say it, but you got to see it here, the favor of the Lord upon Zechariah and Elizabeth and we see the Lord announcing to them a purpose, that He's got a plan for them, that He's giving them a child, giving them a son, and that they are to raise this son that, that they have prayed for. So we see in Mary, uh, favor, the Lord is with her, purpose. We see in Zechariah the same thing. I think we see in Daniel uh, the same thing. Now, a little bit of a stretch right here going to Matthew and talking about the angel appearing to Joseph because, uh, because here it doesn't say that this is Gabriel, but you know, I'm, just, I'm just assuming that this should be Gabriel. just seems to fit, doesn't it? But I'm not trying to make any kind of argument or, any, or, or have an argument. This, this could be Gabriel, but anyway, the angel of the Lord does appear uh, to Joseph. So let's read Matthew uh, chapter 1. Verse 18, starting at verse 18, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace 
he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Here's the angel showing up and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. So here again, we have the angel of the Lord appearing and speaking to Joseph and saying, don't be afraid and speaking to him of purpose. You got to take Mary home as your as your wife, because continuing to read, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Verse 21, she will give birth to a son and you speaking to Joseph right now. Now the, the purpose is that you're to take Mary home as your wife. Mary's going to conceive with the Holy Spirit or has conceived with the Holy Spirit. But Joseph, there's purpose for you as well. You are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. So we see here Joseph being told not to be afraid. And we see Joseph being given purpose as well. And then the story goes on in verse 22. Matthew, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, writing this connects some things for us. And he says this, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So here again in the story of Joseph, we see uh, we see the angel saying not to be afraid. Uh, we see Joseph uh, is being given by God purpose to be uh, the earthly father of his son, his only begotten son. And we see that the coming of Jesus means that that God, the coming of Jesus' name is that God is with us. Emmanuel, God with us. Do you, do you make the connection right there that that here's God saying to 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 Joseph to to Daniel to Zechariah to to Mary that they are highly favored that he has a plan and a purpose for them and that he is with them and then and then and then Matthew makes the connection for us that this fulfills what the prophet said that that this son that comes will be given the name Emmanuel which means not necessarily just God with Joseph or God with Zechariah or God with Mary, but it means God with us. That the coming of Jesus means that, that now I have the opportunity to claim the promise of God with me as, as my own and say that God is not just with Mary, that God is with Jason and that you have now the opportunity because of the coming of Jesus that his name is God with, with you. It's God speaking to you and saying, Jesus coming means that God's not only with Mary and Joseph, that God is with you as well. It's God with us. You know, so if we take all this, all this wonderful truth from the Christmas story and, and we pull it together and, and, and pull from each one different things, I think we can, I think we can come to a true uh, statement that, that if you are in Christ Jesus, that if you have put your faith and trust in the only begotten Son 
of God. That if you have believed in your heart that He is Lord and Savior, that He is the Messiah, the Christ, that He is the Son of God, and if you have cried out to Him for salvation and confessed Him as your Lord and Savior, Romans tells us that now is the day of salvation and that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you have done this, then you can say that that these things spoken are for you. And I want you to know tonight, that means that you are highly favored. Like Daniel, you are highly favored. Like Mary, you are highly favored. And the Lord is with you. And He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. So listen to me. Why be afraid? Don't be afraid. As we, as we end this year and we move in uh, to next year, I think, I think the Holy Spirit is stirring this within me that, that God wants us to know that He's with us. That he, God wants you to know that He is with you and that you are highly favored. I mean, can you wrap your mind around that? What Gabriel is, is saying to Mary is now Matthew telling us because His name is Emmanuel, God with us, what Gabriel is saying to Mary is now being said to you. It's now being said to me that like Mary and Daniel, that's some, that's some good company, like Mary and Daniel, God is with you and you are highly favored and you have a purpose. And as you move into next year, I want you to know, don't be afraid because you are highly favored. In 2021, don't be afraid. You are highly favored. The Lord is with you. And He's got a purpose for you for next year. And next year is, is a year not to hide and survive. It is a year where God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Don't be afraid. God has highly favored you. He's with you. And He's got a plan and a purpose for you Next year, and as many years as the Lord will give you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, now if you don't believe this connection that I've made uh, in Matthew, I think that you'd have a hard time disagreeing with what Paul says uh, in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Paul just makes all of this uh, perfectly clear uh, for us, and he says, he says this, Second Corinthians one, you know, verse seventeen. He said, "When I planned this, uh, did I not? I, I did I do it lightly, or do I make my plans uh, in a worldly manner, so that in the same breath I say yes, yes, and no, no?" Uh, so he says, he he reminds us that that you know men women and and in the world they say yes and and they say no in the same breath verse 18 but as surely as god is faithful let me tell you tonight god is faithful our message to you is not yes and no for the son of god jesus christ who was preached among you by me this is paul talking and silas and Timothy was not yes and no, but in him it has always been yes. For no matter, listen to this verse 20, for no matter 
how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ, and so through Him, the Amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. So what, what is Paul saying here to us? He's saying that, that for all of us who are in Christ Jesus, who have trusted Him as Lord and Savior, all that God has said, all that God has promised is not, is not yes for some that are in Christ and no for others that are in Christ. It is yes for all of us who are in Christ Jesus. So all these things that have been spoken that, that you are highly favored, that is, that, that's not yes for some and no for you. It is yes if you are in Christ Jesus for you. All the promises of God are yes for all of us who are in Christ Jesus. So, so Paul's saying tonight that as the Lord spoke to Mary, He is now speaking to you and saying that you are highly favored. And as the Lord spoke to Mary and said that He was with her, He's now speaking to you and saying that He is with you. And as the Lord spoke to Mary and gave her purpose, He's now speaking to you and saying that He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. And, and so what Paul says we do, as those who are in Christ Jesus, we, he says we don't shake our head and say, no, 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 that's not from God. No, 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 that's, that's not for me. That's for Pastor Jason. Jason, that's for somebody else, but that's not for me. He, he said we don't do that. We recognize that in Christ Jesus... Jesus has come to not be God with some, but He's come to be Emmanuel, God with us. Not just, not just with Mary and, and Zechariah, but God with us. We know that because of Christ, and that we have put our faith and trust in Him, that these promises are yes, and so we say amen to them. So when I say to you tonight that you are highly favored, you don't say no, 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 and shake your head. You stop that in Jesus' name. You say, you say yes and amen. You say, I am highly favored. Yes, amen. And I'm ending out this year as one who is highly favored by God. Yes, amen. And I'm entering into next year as one who's highly favored by God. Yes, amen. And I'm entering into next year knowing that God is with me and I say yes and amen to that and I'm entering into this next year knowing that God's got a plan and a purpose for my life I say yes and amen to that you see what I'm saying we're not you got to stop saying no to the promises of God if you're in Christ Jesus they are yes for you and we say it yes and amen to what God has spoken over our lives let me read these these last few verses here in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, uh, let's start verse 21. Now, it is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. Listen to this. It's just got, it's just got favor and, and, and His presence and His purpose all over these, over these verses. It is God who makes both us and you stand firm in Christ. He anointed us. You see that? You see, He's with you and got a purpose for your life because He has 
anointed you. He anointed us, set his seal of ownership on us. If you are in Christ Jesus, then God has anointed you and he has set his seal, his name, his ownership on you and you are his. He has set his seal of ownership on us and put his spirit in our hearts as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. We are children of God. We are anointed by Him. I'm just telling you tonight, you're highly favored. The Lord is with you. He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. He's anointed you to do the things that He's planned for you to do. You're not entering into next year with a purpose that you're not equipped to do. You're anointed to do it. You're full of the Holy Spirit. And you are a child of God. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. See, I just did it. All those promises. Yes, amen. I said them to him. Yes, amen for myself. And you need to say yes and amen to these promises for your life as well. So let me just read them again here and, and let's see it. It's God who's, who's making you stand. Yes, amen. Firm in Christ Jesus. You are anointed in him. Yes, amen. He has anointed you. Say it. Yes, Amen. He has set his seal of ownership on you. Yes. Amen. I am his. And he has put his Holy Spirit in your heart as a deposit guaranteeing what is to come. Yes. Amen. I am called. I am anointed. I am his. I am full of the Holy Spirit. He has favored me. He has with, he is with me and he has called me so I, I can be who God's called me to be and I can do what God has called me to do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, if you're if you're still shaking your head at this and you're still saying no, 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 this 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 is not me. This cannot this cannot be. I'm having just a, such a hard time. Uh, getting a hold of this, you, you know, and, and, and by the way, uh, this is this is stuff that Gabriel spoke, right? Not not the Lord. So how do we know that this stuff uh, is true? I, I, I want you to hear uh, from Gabriel uh, what he says to Zechariah when Zechariah uh, started struggling with some doubts on how in the world these things were going to take place uh, that Gabriel said to him and promised to him and Elizabeth. I'm going back to Luke uh, chapter 1. Uh, verse 18. This is, this is Zechariah uh, responding to Gabriel. This is what he says. Zechariah answered uh, the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. So Zechariah kind of points out the obvious, right? You're, you're, you're saying to me that I'm highly favored. Hey, you're saying to me that God is with me. Hey, you're saying to me that I got a plan and a purpose. Hey, you don't know who I am. Uh, maybe you don't know who, uh, you don't recognize that I'm old, that my wife's old. And we, he didn't mention this, but that she'd been barren as well. And they, had, they weren't able to have any children. And now she's well advanced in years, pointing out all the reasons why not. Okay, And, and, and maybe some of you are doing that right now. And we have a tendency to do that. Right now, point out all the reasons why, why these things aren't true of us. But let's just stop that in Jesus' name. And let's hear from the Lord tonight and believe. 
and say yes and amen to the promises of God that are spoken over our life that are yes and amen if we are in Christ Jesus. This is, this is what Gabriel says. I love this in verse 19. The angel answered, I am Gabriel. Okay? So that's how we know that this is for sure Gabriel. And that's kind of a big deal. And, and Zechariah probably knew that name. I mean, this man's a priest. He probably connects it all the way back to Daniel and recognizes, whoa, this is the same angel that appeared to Daniel all those years ago. The angel answered, I am Gabriel. Listen to what he says. I stand in the presence of God. I have been sent to speak to you and tell you this good news. Gabriel saying to him, look, I am a messenger. I stand in God's presence. He tells me what to go say, and I go say it. He said, so I'm not, I'm not saying something that's coming from Gabriel. I'm giving you, Zechariah, a message that comes from the Lord. I've been sent to tell you this good news. And, and, and tonight, I'm just telling you what the angel Gabriel has said, who stands in the presence of God, and I want you to know that this is good news. That it's not the word of the angel Gabriel. That it is the word of the Lord. And he is faithful and true. You know, Psalm 8 says that every, every one of his words is flawless. Like silver refined in a furnace. Purified seven times. The word of the Lord is true. You just need to receive this good news tonight. That you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. He's got a plan and a purpose for your life. So do not be afraid. Don't be afraid as we come into next year. You're highly favored. The Lord is with you. He's got a plan for you. He's got a purpose for you next year. And for years to come, don't be afraid. Trust in the Lord. And tonight, let's say yes and amen to these wonderful promises of God. If you are in Christ Jesus tonight, if you've trusted Him as Lord and Savior, then I'm, I'm just looking at you and I'm telling you the truth. You're highly favored. Just, just believe it tonight. You are highly favored. Say yes to it. You, you have this promise from God that He is with you. And, and if God be for you, who can be against you if God is with you and will never leave you or forsake you who can be against you and whom should you fear what should you fear the Lord is with you say yes and amen to that and and, and tonight if you're in Christ Jesus I want you to remember that God is not done with you that he's got a plan and a purpose for your life and I just feel stirred by the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, to, to tell you that, that next year is a year of purpose. That you go into next year being reminded that God has anointed you, called you, that you're His, that you're full of the Holy Spirit, and that you can do the things that He has purposed and planned for you to do. But tonight, if, if you are not in Christ Jesus, I have good news for you. That this is the day of salvation. 
that the Holy Spirit right now is drawing you, the Holy Spirit right now is calling you and, and, and saying to you, come to Jesus. Put your faith and trust in Him. Romans 10 tells us that this is, that, that this is the truth, that, that we live in the time, that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So tonight, if you will call on Jesus, listen to this wonderful truth, if you'll call on Jesus, if you will trust Him, if you will from your heart confess Him as Lord and Savior, then Jesus will come into your life and He will be God with you. And you will have for you the high favor of God upon your life. You will have the promise that He is with you and will never leave you or forsake you. And you will find and enter into the wonderful purpose that God has for you, and you will be able to say yes and amen to every one of the promises of God. You will find that He has anointed you and filled you with the Holy Spirit and made you His child. So tonight, if you're not in Christ, don't wait another moment. Pray with me right now and invite Jesus into your life. Make Him your Lord and your Savior. Enter into an abundant life of living with Christ, living for Christ, living by Christ. Would you pray with me? Just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Christ, the Messiah, the only begotten Son of God. Tonight, Jesus, I cry out to you for salvation. Come and save me. I confess that I'm a sinner and I receive your forgiveness. I open my heart and I ask you, Jesus, to come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. I ask this in Jesus' mighty name. And all God's people said, Amen. Praise the Lord. Let me just, I just feel stirred to do this as well. If you just tonight feel like you have, you have been in Christ, but you've drifted. And you're just worried about the place that you're in. I want you to know tonight that feeling is the Holy Spirit stirring within you. And tonight, you can come back to Jesus. You can put your trust back in Him. You can confess Him as Lord and Savior. And, and, and all of that working in your life is, is the Lord telling you, I love you and you're highly favored and, I've, and I'm with you and I've got a plan and a purpose for your life. So just pray with me right now and let's just reconnect with Jesus. Pray with me, will you? Lord Jesus, I just feel like maybe I've shifted and drifted a little bit. And tonight, Lord, I just, I just come back to you and I put my hope and trust in you. And I say tonight that I want to live for you to bring you glory and honor I say yes to you and yes to all of God's promises. I believe that the Lord is with me, that I'm highly favored, that God's got a plan and a purpose for my life. And I say yes to you tonight, Jesus, and yes to the plans and purposes that God has for me. I give you my heart. I give you my passion. I give you my life. I give you the rest of this year. I give you next year and every year after. And I declare tonight, Lord Jesus, that you are my forever passion. I bless you and I exalt you and praise you and glorify your mighty name. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
Amen. Praise the Lord. Love you. So thankful for you. Pray you receive the word of the Lord tonight. I hope you have a merry, merry Christmas. Make it a celebration of Jesus, a proclaiming of Jesus, a remembering of Jesus. Good night. God bless.